Hello, my name's Jess and welcome to The Happiness Channel. Before the world shut down, I was in a completely different place, mentally, physically and emotionally. Continuing to work full-time on the front line, I was forced to make some changes and they changed my life. Taking a deep dive into all things personal development, mindset, well-being, with a sprinkle of spirituality, I arose from the ashes like a phoenix. Now, as I begin to coach people on how to achieve this for themselves, I'm continuing to learn new and innovative ways to incorporate all these things into my life on the regular. I'm extremely grateful that you're joining me here on this journey today, so let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Happiness Channel. My name is Jess and I'm so, so grateful that you're all joining me here again for another episode. I have taken a couple of weeks off socials and podcasting and study. I have been making so many big decisions and changes in my life. I think I didn't really give my body a chance to catch up. So the last couple of weeks I have been in my sanctuary, which is what I call my apartment, and pretty much watching reruns of Sex and the City and doing lots of face masks, taking lots of long, luxurious bubble baths, and even camping outside on the balcony for the lunar eclipse. So if anyone didn't catch that, it was absolutely beautiful, full moon, solar eclipse, so amazing and cool, which I'm also Apparently, the energy from that was just wild. So I'm attributing some of that to the way that I've been feeling, as well as the fact that we've just entered Mercury in retrograde. Happy Mercury in retrograde, everyone. Buckle in. It is going to be a bumpy ride. I have a few announcements. Firstly, Frankie is asleep on the couch next to me. We have just restarted puppy school. Congratulations, Frankie. And I have also officially done my last ever club bar gig as a DJ. I have decided to hang up the decks and the weekend gigs and replace it with more energy and time for the podcast and my business that is continuing to grow in spite of the fact that I've just taken a couple of weeks off for myself. So yeah, really listen to your body. Sometimes it is just sending out signals and flags everywhere and it's time for you to listen. You just got to take care of it. It's the one thing that's going to get you through everything. So listen to it, treat it well and keep going. Um, So that's all I've got to say about that. I also have officially locked in my first guest who's coming up in a few weeks. It's a really beautiful friend of mine. She's also just started a podcast herself and I think it's going to be absolutely amazing and bananas. The first episode of hers just gave me so much life. I'm so excited for her and I'm so happy that she wants to come on and have a chat. I think it's going to be great and hopefully there'll be many more times to come because I think she just has so much to offer the world and is just such a wonderful, loving being and I'm so thankful that I get to call her my friend. Uh, So that's it. Uh, (laughs) That's all the news for today. So during my little time off, I was 
I'm ever searching for podcast ideas, content ideas, and I look around my current universe for inspiration and ideas. And it just so happened that if you ask, you shall receive. And I did ask for signs for a podcast for this, well, what was meant to be last week. And it was amazing how quickly the universe answered my, I guess, prayer and showed me something that I think is really important that we really need to talk about. And this is self-love and self-talk. So funnily enough, I was just observing the people around me and listening to the way that they talk about themselves, talk to others, self-deprecating humor, self-doubt, the whole lot. It was like a recurring nightmare of just watching people and the way that they talk and not necessarily loving it. I'm not going to lie. But that's what this is all about. It's a learning experience. And we're going to try and just change perspectives a little bit and see who can grow out of it. Because I know that this was a really huge lesson for me. And I'm constantly monitoring the way that I talk. And unfortunately, because I have been talking for a good 30 years now, I'm in some patterns that I I didn't necessarily like and I had to work really hard and actively listen to myself and self-monitor and change those behaviors. And even to this day, it's an ever-growing, ever-going process. But it all ties back into a few different things. So firstly, I'm going to talk about manifestation. Whether you believe it or not, you are constantly manifesting. And one of the ways that you do this is by the way that you talk because It all comes from the autopilot version inside of you called your subconscious mind. And when your subconscious mind gets an idea, it sticks. And so even just with the way that you talk to yourself, to others about yourself, about others even, your subconscious mind is constantly taking all of this personally. And I'm going to talk about a movie for a second. And this movie is all about talking and manifestation, and I have watched it a couple of times. It's called The Secret, Dare to Dream. So The Secret is actually a really well-known book. It was written by Rhonda Burns. I've read it myself, and it talks all about how our thoughts and our feelings and our words are essentially the ongoing formula for manifestation and how if we want something, we should speak it into existence. The book itself has a movie of its own. It's more of a documentary getting renowned manifestors and leaders of their field talking about manifestation from all over the world. This movie that I'm talking about is a little bit different. It's almost like a sequel and it stars Katie Holmes and she is fantastic in it. The movie itself, I just watched the trailer just to refresh my memory I I just remember the mother-in-law and she is constantly trying to tell Katie Holmes's characters different narratives about why things can't work and why they need to do things a certain way. And she's trying to push her into a marriage that she's not even sure that she likes because the guy's got money. The movie is great. Go and watch it. I'm pretty sure it's on Amazon Prime. Um, But essentially... Josh Lucas is another main character in this movie, and he plays Bray Johnson. Bray Johnson comes into the movie with a bang, and that's all I'm going to say about that. But essentially, he is the thought leader in the movie talking about how you really need to be careful about the way that you talk to yourself or the way that you think about things. Like, And he's so giving. He's so nice. Actually, it's just such a vibe watching him in that movie and him teaching not only Katie Holmes's character, but also her kids about 
Your thoughts are creating the world around you. So use them wisely. They're like spells. And it's you want to be careful about how you're casting those spells, guys. It's a fantastic movie. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. It's a bit different. It's kind of low budget. Um, but totally worth the watch. So that would be my starting point for looking into anything about manifestation or just so you can get an idea of what it looks like on a regular basis. Just listening to the way he talks compared to the rest of the characters, I think is so important because he's always trying to reframe to have a bit of a positive edge or he's reframing for others to go, why are you telling yourself that you can't do this? You can't afford that. You can't blah, 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 blah. You're constantly perpetuating this narrative of I can't lack whatever. So get on that. It's a really good thing. And it ties in really well with what I'm going to talk about today, which is the way that we talk to ourselves and the way that we talk to others about ourselves. To drop another piece of something that I've been listening to is Shaman Jurek is a really well-known shaman and he has released a book called Spirit Hacking, which I've recently been listening to. And just lo and behold, after deciding that I wanted to talk all about self-talk on the pod today, he has an entire chapter about it. And essentially, he talks about how self-love isn't celebrated in our culture. It's all about what can we change about ourselves? How can we make ourselves better? And even self-deprecation about how high ranking that is as a social currency. I reflected on this a little bit and I can look back and go, wow, like, have you ever noticed that when one person in a, a certain group of a conversation starts talking negative about themselves, it almost turns into like a competition? Why do we do that? Why are we trading in our confidence just to be liked by the crowd? How did that ever become such a norm? So yeah, it's very well written in the way that he talks about it. But essentially, I started noticing all the people around me who do very similarly. And it's just like, yeah, fair enough. There might be things that you don't like about yourself. But dude, that's my friend you're talking about. Please don't talk about them like that. I do not want you speaking about yourself like that. I'm sorry. That is just not okay. And before I started doing all of this work on myself, I used to be a huge cheer. I'm still am a huge cheerleader for all of my friends and family, but I used to be a cheerleader to them. And then I would be self-deprecating. I would be finding flaws about myself. I, I felt if someone gave me a compliment, it made me extremely uncomfortable because I was conditioned to believe that making myself small and having flaws was the only way to fit in. And fitting in and being part of the crowd, there's nothing wrong with it. Let's be realistic. Everybody has done it or is doing it at some point in their life. And it's all survival instincts. If you're liked by the crowd, you're more likely to survive. That's it. It's that simple. But self-love, like you've got to live with you for the rest of your life Why are you telling yourself that you hate yourself or you don't like different things about yourself? It's never going to, it's never going to make it any better. It's never going to change. And sure, everybody has something that they wish was different, but all of the things that make us different are the things that make us unique and they make us amazing. You know, we need to start celebrating these things about each other. And there is a huge movement going on at the moment where these things are starting to get celebrated. But until we start doing the work on ourselves, we can't ever expect that it's going to happen for us externally. So it's just something to think about. And honestly, like 
why aren't we encouraged to take our power back, watch our words and fill our own cup? Well, that's what I'm here for. And that's what we're doing today. So yeah, your subconscious mind, the little autopilot version of you inside there is listening constantly. And it is taking everything you say personally, whether you're talking about yourself, you're talking about other people, or you think you're joking. And I use my fingers for inverted commas because your subconscious mind doesn't get joke. It takes it personally. So self-deprecating humor is basically just more attacks upon yourself. And so prior to doing this work, self-deprecating humor was my jam. I loved it. I thought it was my identity. And then I realized talking about lack and talking about myself in a way that wasn't nice for the laugh of the crowd almost perpetuated this confidence lack that I was generating for myself without even realizing it. And then, you know, trying to have confidence to get dressed and go out or go about my normal life, I was crippled with anxiety because I just didn't lo- I didn't show myself enough love and I wasn't going to be able to ever fill my cup externally because that just doesn't work. You need to do it from within. A really good example of what that looked like prior to me starting work on myself. And I'm going to quote yet another movie, but this one is a doozy. And this was how I identified for such a long time about my financial situation. Despite the fact that I was working full time and I had a second job and I always had money coming in from somewhere because I had a hustle mentality, which is fine. It's not the healthiest thing ever, Um, but I was perpetuating to myself constantly that I was living in a state of lack. And that comes back to this movie, Bridesmaids. So if you've ever seen it, there is a very iconic scene in it where she she struggles with her finances throughout this movie all the way along. It is pretty funny to watch, but at the same time, it's not exactly the kind of thing you want to model yourself after. But there's a part where she they're all flying to Vegas and they're all in first class except Kristen Wiig's character. And she is put in coach and she doesn't like flying and she's really starting to lose her grip on reality, which is emphasized by the woman next to her who's also starting to lose her grip on reality and perpetuating more of this story of like, yeah, something's going to happen to this plane it's not going to be okay. So she goes up, meets with her friends, gets something to take to calm her down and downs, I'm pretty sure, straight liquor to the point that she goes back and is very out of sorts. Um, Sneaks away into first class and finds an empty seat and starts telling the flight attendant who's trying to kick her out that she's Enrique Iglesias's wife. (laughs) It doesn't really work. All of her friends are trying to say, oh, we'll swap seats with her. Like she needs a buddy, like whatever, whatever. And the flight attendant's not having a bar of it. And with everyone trying to help her and her in her drug haze, she just turns to them with glasses on and goes, help me, I'm poor. And that meme, that quote, everything to do with that one little scene, I used to use it on the regular, like it was going out of fashion. And the way that this this looked like, the way that this came across and manifested, for lack of a better word, 
itself within my life was with money, worries, and anxiety. And even obsessive looking at my accounts, all sorts of different behaviors that I just felt like was out of my control because I was constantly perpetuating this story of never having enough and always being in lack. And yeah, I've heard it said before, and I'll say it myself, it's so important how you use your words. Your words are like spells, people, and don't you really want to be careful about how you're crafting these spells and sending them out into the universe? Because even if you don't believe in manifestation, is this the way that you want to tell, talk to yourself when you've still got 40, 60, 80 years left of life and you're already telling yourself that you don't like yourself very much as well? It's, it's just not ideal. So even the way that I would speak to myself before would be things like, I'm an idiot. I'm a loser. Dumb dumb. I'm called myself dumb dumb so many times because of a movie as well. We don't need to go into it. But I and from that manifested self self confidence issues with my intelligence. I already struggled with that prior, but then I was perpetuating on top of this and making it so much more of an ingrained behavior that it really took a lot of work to unravel and get back out of. So It's very interesting stuff. And here's the rule of thumb. If you're willing to cheerlead, compliment and admire others for all of the amazing, wonderful qualities that they have, and I think that that's so important because love is the currency here and it's just so valuable and just beautiful, why aren't you doing it about yourself? It's a little bit of homework to take home and really think about, maybe journal on it, who knows. But since I started being nicer to myself. So we've talked about all of the ways that I wasn't nice to myself before I started doing this work. But since showing up for myself with gratitude, perpetuating things that I love about myself, taking the joke that somebody else might say about me and turning it into something that I think I'm so good at, I've actually started really excelling within my own world. And I've taken more steps to try new things and just really show up for myself and stop being so scared I used to be terrified of everything and anything. And now I'm actively looking at something and going, how can I say yes to this? How can I overcome this new boundary that I've identified within myself? I think it's so important. So it's something to think about. As well as maybe have a look at your your friends group. Have a look at the people around you. How are they talking Because the five people that you're closest with are going to be the biggest influences of your life, that you're picking up on their behaviors, you're very much energetically matched to all of these people. So are they talking about themselves like that? Are they saying things to themselves or about what might happen in the future and saying it over and over again? Just kind of go, is that something that you want to happen? Because whether you believe in it or not, If manifestation is real and you're telling yourself something that you don't necessarily want over and over again, do you really want to risk that that's what's going to happen to you? Anyway, so that's it. A little bit of self-talk, self-love, and it's just an ever-growing process of something to work on. And I am going to finish this episode off with a quote by one of my favorite people of all time. And if you haven't seen it, it's RuPaul's Drag Race. I highly recommend watching it. It is all about supporting each other and 
as much as they do tear each other down for fun, which in the respect that they do it, it's actually very well done. RuPaul is an extremely huge advocate for self-confidence and facing up to your inner saboteur and overcoming that in order to find your greatness. Every episode, he has his one line that really hits home for me, and it's said every episode right at the end, so I'm going to use it for this at the end of mine as well, and it's, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? Can I get an amen up in here? Mm-mm. So that's it from me for today. Please start taking notice of the world around you, how people are speaking, and you know, don't nag people. We don't need anyone nagging, but speak to your friends with care and say, look, that's my friend you're talking about. I would really appreciate it if you would take a better time to notice the way that you speak to yourself because I think you could be so much happier if you just tried to reframe it for a positive, even if you don't believe it at first. And I can tell you right now, I felt like such a phony every time I was saying a lot of these things to myself because I didn't believe them back then. But now I do. And now I've just got more and more proof and evidence going into that to say, yeah, I can do anything. Yeah, I am amazing. I've got so many great qualities. And yes, potentially being on board the self-love train isn't always going to have you liked. But if people aren't willing to support you loving yourself, then they're probably not the right people for your life anyways. And unfortunately, it does trigger people and it does hit a nerve and a place that people aren't really willing to explore within themselves and talk about. But it's important and you can love yourself and you are amazing. So go out there and talk yourself up and be your own cheerleader and boost other people as well. We are responsible for making ourselves happy. So let's go and show everyone how it's done. And then maybe you can teach somebody else a thing or two as well, because these lessons have been entirely transformational for me. Although small, they are making huge differences and changing my life, the lives of people around me. So that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to seeing you all again next time. Thanks so much again for joining me here for this episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it on iTunes so I can make sure to keep the great content coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, I invite you now to follow all of the fun on Instagram at b.happinesschannel for more free content, links, and extras. Until next time, I'm sending you all the love and look forward to hearing all of your stories of how we are changing our lives together for the better.